Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Happy Friday. Welcome to the Faith Led Business Podcast. We are on day 262, just shy, a little over 100 days uh, before the end of this year. It is incredible how quickly time flies. It is incredible uh, how this journey has taken us from one place to another, realizing different things, um, becoming aware of more things, making sure that God is a priority in everything that we do, and having him infiltrate this space of entrepreneurship that he has called us to take dominion over, to be strong in, to take leadership in. That's why one of my favorite Bibles is uh, the John Maxwell Leadership Bible, because the truth is influence is leadership. It's having the ability to lead people to him and, uh, and influence them in that way so that they have the opportunity to feel and know his spirit, to feel and know him well, uh, and to find delight and joy in that. Today we're going to be talking about strength, strength on the journey, and how do we make ourselves um, available to being used and available to kind of withstand the different things that come as part of the package of being a believer. Uh, and so that is what we are going to look for. Today I am wearing my Troublemaker shirt. Um, Acts 17.6, we are here to trouble the world for him. And as we learn these different tools that we can use to become strong in him, we are able to impact the world more, even more so. Just stirring things up a little. Just being those troublemakers who don't conform to what other people do or the way that they do it. But we come in and we establish a new way, God's way, God's way that many times does not make sense, God's way that many times is just, hmm, I wonder, I wonder. There's a lot of wondering when we step into that space. And so um, today is an awesome day. Let's get straight to it. We're going to be taking a look at Luke 180, and this is what it says. The child, John the Baptist, grew and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. For centuries, God's people have practiced spiritual disciplines as ways to be aware of God's presence and to become strong in spirit. For you, spiritual disciplines can be concrete steps towards a stronger spiritual life. What do those steps look like? Among many ways to become strong in spirit are these disciplines. Let's take a look and see where we fall in practicing any of these things. Absorbing God's word. One thing is to read it kind of like just yesterday we spent a lot of time in the space of Gosh, there is such a huge difference between knowing of God and knowing God. And in the same way, 
knowing of his word and being able to absorb the word. You guys know that um, many people who are in health and wellness and when they sell certain supplements, they will tell you straight out, you know, you may be buying these vitamins over at Walmart or wherever, but the truth is your body is only absorbing like 10% of the nutrients in that. Therefore, these supplements are better because you are able to absorb, your body is able to absorb so much more and that will sustain you, that will keep you healthy, that will let you live the life that you want to live, and etc., etc., etc. One thing is to know and read the word. Another thing completely different is to be able to absorb his word. Have it be something that actually can feed you. Have it be something that can sustain you. Have you ever hung on one word of God and have that sustain you for a day, for a year, for a week? Everybody has their favorite Bible verse because they know that by going back to it, they feel grounded. They're like, oh yes, okay, I may be seeing this, but I know this. This is what I know that God tells me. Another spiritual discipline that helps us to grow strong in spirit is praying. Having that relationship, that communication with God. Fasting is another one. Depriving ourselves of either food or other things that you are fasting from so that we can be open for him to fill in the gap there, to fill that need in a different way. I recently heard of a gentleman who fasted for 387 days straight. And all he lived off of for, those, for that time was water, tea, and supplements. That was it. He lost like 200 and something pounds. But interestingly enough, he survived. And after 280 or 387 days, he had his first meal, which was like a boiled egg and a piece of toast and some coffee, something like that. But it goes to show that what we think we need in order to survive isn't quite that. And so fasting gives us the opportunity for God to fill in the gap of those things that are wants and those things that are needs. And it's just a place and a time to surrender to him and say, look, I am just letting it all go so that you can fill me up with what's needed. Fasting is a great way to do it. Reading uh, Christian books, reading from other authors, like this whole year, what have we been doing? We've been reading from a devotional, it's called Unshakable by Christine Kane. When I, when I asked the Lord, well, what do you want me to do in these devotionals? 
I just heard go to Amazon, buy the first one you see. Okay. <laughs> and we've been taking the general concept and then God's spirit just comes in and says, okay, let's run with it in this direction or in that direction. But having ideas and a foundation from other spirit-filled people is awesome. Why not get more of him in different ways and see how you can adapt it to your life? Super important. Being planted in a life-giving local church, having community. Right now, it's hard for communities to get together. People can do it online still. But just the idea of having that community with other people who are believers, not depending on them, but using it as this place of, um, I know like in business, recently we were just um, yesterday on a Zoom mastermind. There were like 300 and something people there. And how could we all speak? There was no way. There's way too many people on one platform. But what they did was they had us go into breakout rooms inside of Zoom. I don't know if you've done that before, where there were only six of us. And the six of us were able to communicate. We were able to share our aha moments, our ideas. We were able to dig in deeper into certain areas. And it was an amazing experience because then when we came back to the big group, we were able to share tons of different aha moments that we wouldn't have if we had been alone. And so community, especially in the entrepreneurial world, finding a community that's going to support you in, uh, in your values, in your mission, in what you're called to do, people who are in the same industry and also faith-filled is the best way to go because you are able to then talk to someone who understands your language and understands what, what your needs are in that moment. They've been there. They've done that. And that's why our stories and as entrepreneurs are so important because other people get the opportunity to then identify with us in that space, in that place. Listening to biblical teaching, right? We all have those um, moments in our day where we can have personal development. Why not listen to more teaching about him? The more we know, the more we are res not only responsible for, but the more variety we have in order to speak people, speak to people about God with. Worshiping God regularly, being in community with other strong believers. Does that sound doable? I believe it does. It's a decision where we can choose to say, yes, I'm all in, and I know there are certain things that are going to help me dig deeper with you. The frantic pace of the 21st century life leaves little time for spiritual concerns, wouldn't you agree? But you weren't built to focus on the finite, temporal aspects of life while losing sight of the eternal and the spiritual aspects. Your soul longs to get away from the distractions and to silence the distracting voices. Your true self, your soul, longs to get away from the distractions. I love how that's written. 
How many of us get nothing done because we are so distracted? How many of us perhaps don't even dive deeper into our assignment because we have created 10 different assignments for ourselves and we're like squirrels and we're all over the place and we're wanting to do so much when God has only called us perhaps to do one thing, to narrow things down, to focus things in. I was just talking in that, um, in that group I was telling you about yesterday that when we were at Zoom and they were saying, give your best tip on marketing and, um, and getting visible and either apps or different things. So I was sharing with them that my biggest tip, honestly, when it comes to marketing is knowing who you're speaking to. You cannot call your people in. You cannot create those touch points unless you know who your person is. While your product may be perfect for everyone, but everyone won't know you're talking to them unless you speak their language. And as I got narrower and narrower and narrower, I found the right people being attracted to me. I started off as just my, my name as my brand, Monica Perez Burnett. Then I went into mompreneur hacks and I said, well, I'm a mom. I've got eight kids. I can identify with other women. I love hacks. It's a perfect fit. And then God said, hey, Monica, remember that one time you said yes to me? And remember you went and you wanted to be this and, um, and work in ministry and do all of these things? Let's bring you back to that. Let's bring you back full circle. And lots of people fear going so narrow, especially when it comes to faith, feeling like they are not going to be able to reach all the people that they would like to reach. And so it's so interesting to me, we were talking about this in the collective group last night too. How do you share your spirit? How do you share the spirit of God with others? My business in particular is for faith-led entrepreneurs. I made it very, very, just in the name, you know who is called to be in this space. Other people may not be going as narrow as me saying, you know, my calling is to serve faith-led business people, but you may, you may have makeup, you may have, uh, you know, hair care products, health and wellness products, you may... Uh, be a coach of some other kind for marketing or for Facebook ads or whatever it may be. How do we use these spiritual disciplines to have it bear fruit in those spaces where it's not as narrow? And you still can. There are, there are ways to share this with the world. And it could be as easy as a sharing your presentation and at the end saying, God bless. So they knew, so they know where your foundation is. Lots of people have trouble um, 
drawing that fine line and knowing where to, where to stand over and where to not. Because the truth is our calling is to serve those people who do not know of him. Mine is to help guide and direct the people who, who do know of him but don't know how to implement him in their business or use him to fuel and to guide and create strategy around their business. But interestingly enough, knowing who you are speaking to, knowing your audience well, and being able to say, look, the people that I serve have these and these and these characteristics, and you knowing that first so that you can speak it out will draw the right people to you. And then you will be able to use what you have been learning in your spiritual disciplines to then pour into them. And so that is my biggest marketing tip. At first, I thought I would make less money because I was going so narrow. And the truth is, in the world, there are just so many people who are entrepreneurs who could offer the exact same types of uh, training and teaching that I do. And so how do you get found? you get narrower and narrower. Now, does that mean that only faith-led people are going to jump in to hear what I have to say or be part of my membership group? No. I have lots of people in my group who are not, um, who are not even Christian, but they like, they like the resources and the things that I provide. But we, being able to take a stand, asking God, who are my people? is such a powerful thing because when you can speak the language, just like being able to speak and being strong in the spirit gives you the ability to speak boldly about your faith and your experience around faith, the same thing just kind of gets infused into your business conversations. And you're able to speak boldly about your services, about your offerings, about how what you have can be transformative for other people. Keeping our mind on the eternal, keeping our mind on the big picture of these things is so, so important. So important. The entrepreneurial road is that roller coaster that you see on so many different, you know, you see it come up on Facebook, like you think the life of the entrepreneur is this straight line, straight to your destiny, straight to your goal, when in reality, right, you've got all those little loop-de-loops and you're all over the place. It's a walk and a journey of learning. It's a walk and a journey of knowing that through our faith, that by digging deeper, God will say to you, because of your faith, you are going to be able to see this and you are going to be able to experience this. We all have needs. We all have needs. And it's okay for other people to know about those needs. It's okay to not make ourselves an island. As humans, we were not created to be an island. We were not created to be so independent. 
If not, he would have just made one. Adam would have been by himself. It would have been cool. He would have still been in the garden and everybody's happy. But he created us to be social and to love and help each other. And that is why our businesses are so powerful. Because we are showing people that by stepping out and using your gifts, you can create a ripple effect in people. John, he grew and became strong. He spent his time in these spiritual disciplines so that when the time was right, he would go out and share with the world that the Messiah was coming. Right now, perhaps you have been spending time growing yourself. And for some of you, it could still be your time to continue growing yourself. But for others of you, it's time to get out of the wilderness and go proclaim your message. Go proclaim the good news. The good news that people don't have to do this alone. The good news that there are so many opportunities for transformation. The good news that there is hope. The good news that there is a breakthrough moment just on the horizon for them. That breakthrough moment that happened, that happened before that stone was rolled away, is waiting to happen in their lives and in your life as well. You are not called to be living this journey by yourself. And that is why I love this community because you show up every day and we're figuring it out. Nobody, I don't care if you have been in business for 50 years, nobody has the answers to all the questions. None of us do. We are all just taking it one day at a time. And we need to be okay with our pace, but we also need to be obedient to our assignments. We need to be obedient to the statement that those women have arrived, those who caused trouble for him, Acts 17, 6. We need to be willing to be that person. We need to be willing like John to say, look, I've been hiding out for a while, for a minute here. It's time for me to get that megaphone and tell the world what is available to them. Not by my own strength. He didn't go out by his own strength and tell the world that the Messiah was coming. It says the child, John the Baptist grew and became strong in spirit. He had been working on this for a while. Now that doesn't mean that you have to go back and just study, study, study before you feel you're qualified to go and speak. God will give you the words. Trust me, he will give you the words. But what I'm trying to share with you is that he was hidden during that time. And then there came a time for him 
to break through, break out of the wilderness and be that voice. And I am banking on the fact that everyone on this call is in that same place. Are you ready to get out of that wilderness? Are you ready to have Jesus meet you at your point of need? To create that healing that you have been waiting on so that you can walk, so that you can follow him and walk in his footsteps. I believe it was Barnabas who was the blind man and, and Jesus was able to make him heal. When he was healed, I'm sure in his mind he probably said, I would love I would love to go back and do the things all that, that I didn't do during all those years that I was blind. And that is how many of us act. We want to go back to kind of restore what was lost. But in that reading, he did not do that. He, he followed Jesus and he moved forward. And what, where he was going, he didn't even know. He just kept moving forward and following on the curtails of Jesus. And he is saying, look, I have created your breakthrough moment. It is today. If it wasn't yesterday, it's today. And as you have your breakthrough moment, I don't want you to go back to what was to try to fix it. I want you to trust me enough to know that if I have given you a breakthrough where now you can see clearly where you have been called to serve, where you have been called to be the light. I want you to start walking. I want you to be bold in that walking. And I want you to move forward, forward into the unknown. Because in the unknown and in your trust in me through the unknown, you will see miracles happen. You will see my presence. You will feel my presence. You will speak of my presence. And you will be in a place where you will find no lack because your whole life, maybe you were blind and you lived in a place of lack. You lived in a place of feeling needy for everything. And God is saying, look, I am here to supply you with the needs. I know what you need and I know what you want. There's a big difference. I will give you what you need so that you can come through Come through that fire, come through that wilderness, and you can speak of the goodness of the Lord in your life. You can speak of the compassion and the mercy of a God who loves you so much. And you will be able to be that person people point to. Oh, you need this? You want to go with her. There's something about that woman. There is something about her. I can't quite pinpoint it. I'm, I'm learning and I'm figuring it out as I'm hanging around with her more. But there is something about her. You want your services to be fulfilled with her. Why is that? Because when you drop everything and you follow him, guess what? You lack nothing. You need nothing. Your steps are holy. If you are following the steps of Jesus, if you are walking right behind him, guess what? Holiness has stepped there. 
Therefore, when you step into it, your steps are holy as well. And you will see him manifest in your life in ways you could never imagine. You will see how the more time you spent in prayer and absorbing his word and fasting and being in community with other believers will give you the strength when you are weary, will give you the strength that you thought you had lost because we are living in such a difficult time. Nobody is denying just because you have faith doesn't mean things aren't hard. They don't. This morning I had a nice little talk with the kids because they were just being ridiculous. And I actually almost came to this live in a really grumpy mood. But I decided to take a step back and say, Lord, I can't take my problems to them. <laughs> That's not what they want to hear. They don't want to hear about my problems. And how somehow we had 25 brand new sharpened pencils and now we can barely find one that's like broken in half. What the, what happened there? Those are the frustrations of my daily life here with the virtual schooling stuff. Where are all the supplies that I spent all this money on? But God is so good that he will let us take a step back, regroup, and then go back out. Go back out from that wilderness and keep on keeping on. Keep on sharing the good news. Keep on sharing his word. Keep on sharing your life transforming gift. Keep on being more than what you think you are because he is in you. Being willing to accept that to accept his favor in your life. Lots of times we, sit, we say, oh my gosh, how could God have given me this or let me survive this? I'm not worthy of this. And the truth is, you definitely are. He would not have created the, the most ultimate sacrifice if you were not worthy of it if he didn't see you for who you truly were. And so today is our day to continue growing, to make a commitment to that growth, to build ourselves strong in the spirit so that we can then go and proclaim who he is in our business every single day where we no longer are subject to what our clients do or do not do. We are not subject to who comes or who does not come. The only person we are subject to, the only person's voice that we are willing to hear is his in our mind and in our hearts. And as we continue to do that, trust me, you will get stronger and stronger and you will become the leader that you have always wanted to be. A leader that doesn't take no for an answer. A leader that doesn't live in excuses. A leader that takes action. A leader that listens to his people. A leader that will step out into the fire <laughs> 
to make sure that it's extinguished so that those following will have an opportunity to see their promised land. That is who you are. Don't forget it. And that is why we show up here every single day. Because we are not willing to forget it. Because we are committed to the calling. And there are up days and there are down days. There are joyful days and there are crying days. But the wonderful thing is, there will never be a day without Jesus. And he will show us the different ways, his different ways, his different characteristics. As we step into each day, depending on how our mood is. And he will either correct us or he will cuddle us and give us the big hug that we need. We want to be strong in spirit. We need to be willing to do the things that will help us to do so. We can't live surface level faith, just like we can't live surface level business. Because when we do, our business becomes a hobby. And we cannot afford to have our faith as a hobby. We can't. Not when we are troublemakers. Do you see that? We are called to trouble the world for him. We are called to shake things up. We are called to be the movers and the shakers. It is our job and our duty to do so. To put a different perspective on the person in front of us to put different, a different lens in front of their eyes so that they can see their circumstances differently. So that we can see our circumstances differently. And it is an amazing place to be. So we are just going to pray that God would give us a deeper understanding in these different tools that he's given us to get to know him better so that we can spend that time just like John did, just growing in the spirit. And then when the time came, no one could shut him up. Even to the moment of his death, he would not deny what he was called to do. And so shall we. So let's go ahead, let's wrap up this week Let's pray this day in. You guys know that we are here every single day of the week, so it is not over. It is not finished. But let's go ahead and let us claim victory over this day, even before it has started. Let's make it happen. So, dear Father, we are just thankful that you have given us tools so that we can dig deeper into our faith so that we can build a stronger connection with your Holy Spirit. So that as we think, as we feel in him, we are able to then implement and be entrepreneurs who don't just think about things, but entrepreneurs who actually are willing 
to stand on the hill and be the voice. Be your voice. Be the voice of your followers who are willing to step out of the wilderness and into the limelight for you. And so, Lord, we ask you to embed in us that spirit of leadership, of commitment and dedication, that boldness that we need to be troublemakers for you. Give us what it takes to understand what it is to not only have discipline in our faith, but to delight in every single aspect and part of it so that we can come to our daily duties as entrepreneurs with joy and not depression and not lack and not hopelessness. We are not alone on this journey. And we know that if we are listening to you and not getting distracted and not listening to other voices that come in, we know that you will take us to a place that we have never ever in a million years imagined we could be. A place of safety, a place of promise, a place of joy, a place where you are. And so no matter what is surrounding us, no matter who is surrounding us, we can always be in that place. We thank you, Lord, for being with us every single day, 24-7. Help us to look to you in that same time frame, 24-7, so we will not be alone in this journey. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, guys, I hope you feel pumped. I hope you feel ready for this day. Let's finish off the things we said we were going to finish this week. Let's focus, let's hone in, and let's look and see how we can plan out this next week and start implementing a few of these spiritual disciplines so that we can be a force to be reckoned with, so that we will not be torn down but we are the builders. We are the builders. I'm so excited. If you guys have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments. Our community will stand by with you in that. If you are not yet part of the Faith Led Business Builders free Facebook group, head on over there uh, with your other sisters and you can uh, get to know them better, hang out and, um, and get some training in there as well. So have a fabulous day. I will see you again tomorrow morning, probably around this time, 9.30, between 9.30 and 10. Um, I try to come a little earlier or a little later on the weekends so that I don't have to get up so early. <laughs> we do that enough during the week, don't we? So, all right, guys, love you all, and I will see you later. Take care.